Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. F-R-E-E free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. What's up, what's up, what's up? It is your host, Sam Pelissero, at NotSamPelissero on Instagram, and at Podcast. What is up, guys? This is episode, I think, six. We have gone through so much together already. It's been crazy. I've talked about my dating life. I've talked about my New Orleans curse. I've talked about crazy Uber rides. And today, we are talking about one of my least favorite things, something that is in life and you just have to deal with it. Whether it comes and goes, it ebbs and flows. Today, we are talking about haters. Haters, haters, haters. Haters make me famous. Ooh, and <laughs> who was that voice? It is the one, the only... Dana Clark. Ooh, girl. Oh, my God. I'm, I just got so excited as if, like, you walked in the room for the first time just now. What's up? I'm excited to be here. I know, guys. Dana, I say this literally every time, and I feel like it gets so unauthentic at this point but she is one of my favorite people i was just telling her in my kitchen when we were getting our mugs ready for those watching on youtube tonight we are spilling a lot of tea so we had our tea mugs ready to go mine is a cute little lion dana what's yours it says queen of fucking everything (laughs) that's actually my mom's favorite mug whenever she comes over to my house she goes where's my mug I'm like, the garbage can is outside. (laughs) No, I love you, mom. Love you. You're actually just on the previous episode. So, Dana, how do we know each other? Um, honestly, like, we know each other through Ryan Ross. Yes, who was on episode two. But... I don't really know when we met or how we met. We just like, and I when we met, either. it was literally like instantaneous. Yeah, yes, like, yes. Electricity flew through the air. Honestly, if Sam wasn't gay, we probably would <laughs> no, be engaged I mean, by well, now. No, we'd be married. Okay, we'd have like, like 30 kids. Probably, yeah. So I'd just fuck you like a little rabbit. <laughs> oh my God, that was so inappropriate. I cannot believe I just said that. <laughs> or the way you said that. I know. I, I got, I'm sweating. I'm gay. I'm gay. Sam, you're gay. You're gay. I don't blame you. It's fine. I know. You're beautiful. Actually, no. Dane and I could be like brother and sister because one, we both look beautiful. And two, two, again, when we met each other, it was instant. But it's funny because we literally don't remember when we met. We just like, like it's as if we blacked out. We were so happy to meet each other that like a year later, we woke up. We were best friends. Yeah, exactly. But also that comment was a little weird uh, that we could be siblings after the whole rabbit's comment. (laughs) I'm going to fucking like a rabbit. Um, anyways, <laughs> moving on, we're, about, we're talking about haters today, not incest. So let's <laughs> keep that train moving. Um, Dana, I meant to tell you this before I found out our first interaction actually on Facebook in 2009. Really? So on the Facebooks on this day thing, this is yeah. what I was going to tell you before Yeah, is Ryan made some sort of a post back in 2009 and I commented on it and you liked my sassy comments. Wow. And it was in, that was before we met. Yeah, cuz I was like a 
freshman in high school. Yes, then. yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So you had no idea who I was. You thought I was hilarious then. You had no idea what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, for real. I have thrown raw chicken at Dana. <laughs> Not just once or twice. No, it's and, multiple and, times, and not and not just one time in general. It was like four years ago I did it, and then we had to do it again because she played Judy Ann on my quasi-hit YouTube series, Dylan and Sam on Welcome to Jersey on YouTube. And there was a scene in season seven, episode one, where she's resurrecting Dylan, and part of the recipe of the voodoo resurrection spell is. A flying, uh, a bird of flight. A bird of flight. A bird of yeah. flight. That 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 was the line. And I go into the fridge and I go, uh, do, turkey or chicken? And you go, you got a pigeon? I'm like, what the fuck? The fuck would I have a pigeon in here? And then you go, the chicken will do. And I throw the chicken at your face. And we had to do it so many takes because Dana kept laughing. And I eventually was like, Dana, do you, you either want the raw chicken in your face or you want to wrap this scene up? And you're like, okay, I'll, we'll, it was we'll wrap like it up. It's a nice facial, so it like, was, it's yeah. fine. I mean. Know? Your face hasn't looked the same since, but it's. <laughs> could you imagine if like I had like bruises from the one time? <laughs> I remember when I missed it and it chucked hit the window. And it like stuck on the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget how strong I am. Okay. If y'all can see Dana's face, she's like, I just literally hugged you before and said you're so thin, <laughs> which I'm still very offended. <laughs> Anyways, okay. <laughs> so now that she's being a hater, <laughs> perfect transition. So when I was planning to do, to do this episode with Dana, the first thing that we talked about was this cannot be a negative episode because that's not the podcast. And even though Dana and I, whenever we vent to each other, we get so passionate about whatever we're venting about, spe- specifically a hater. I realize that that might come off that Dana and I are the actual haters and the people are the innocent bystanders who just happen Absolutely to... Absolutely not. No, yeah, no, 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 no. So, see, I'm, <laughs> this is why she has my back. So I'm going to look at my index card and remind myself exactly what I want to talk about today. Oh, duh, duh. So, Dana, where... You can't say the name. Okay. But where did we work together for many years, which is what binded our friendship through lots of deli meat? We worked at a convenience store type mm-hmm. place. The same place that me and Vinny met. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we worked in the deli together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unless I was, you know, isolated to coffee because we were talking too much. <laughs> That's literally what, what would happen. And we had a boss who we will call Scary. Scary. And... He was the epitome of the like like a, a a bad like a hater like he was a hater like yeah yeah um I remember one time he when I was dating this guy my boyfriend at the time went over to Spain for the semester and when he found that out we were in the break room talking about it with some of the coworkers and he he wasn't even part of the conversation he just walks up and goes you know your boyfriend's cheating on you I said what he goes yeah he's in Spain he's definitely cheating on you. I was like, uh, that was one very inappropriate, and two, yeah, he actually was, but <laughs> no, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't. But then that was the beginning of the longest two years of my life, because that yeah. was the last two years that I worked there yeah. at, at that chain New Jersey convenience store that we will not name the name of for legal reasons. But <laughs> then. Eventually, my interactions with him got so aggressive that I remember I called corporate to file a complaint against him, and it backfired. And then he tried to fire me, but because he had nothing to fire me on, he would come up to me every few days. When I would just be minding my business, doing my work, he would basically come up into my ear and go, I'm going to find something to fire you for, Sam. I'm like, ew! First of all, uh, your breast smells, and second of all, that is so crazy. Mind you, like, I loved working there because I met people like you and some of the other, and Vinny and some of the other people that we worked with and some people that I'm still, like, really close with because we worked, you know, we'd be in the deli for eight hours and Mm -hmm. we'd just be like, I mean, we've had tomatoes thrown at our faces (laughs) and, like, that was just, like, a common thing, too. But, like, there were some times where, like, Scary would say things like, I, I am a very awkward individual, mm-hmm. but like I am awkward and I don't care. Like I no I know yeah that you I'm, embrace it. I'm like unapologetic about uh-huh. it. And he would be like, "Well, you need to really start putting yourself out there because like because I, I complained <laughs> that I was single, but like he'd be like, "You need to start putting yourself out there because like boys don't like awkwardness." And I was like, 
He would say that to you? I beg to differ. Ew! Yeah. So, like, I mean, and then it was and then it was a thing with him and other people in the store that, like, oh, like, you need to be less awkward. Okay, like, let me just stop being myself. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, 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 like, yeah. I'll get right on that. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, no. What was so funny was that the, the, the climax of it all is, in the end, I always forget, he technically fired, I mean, he did fire me, but... He didn't fire me in the way of, I finally did something, something so bad, and he finally caught me. I got another job. Yeah. I got the job running that coffee shop. Yeah. And I had put in my two weeks, and he was so mad that I was getting out, that I was getting out to go do, to go do something better. And on my last day of work, with four hours left, just as a lunch rush was beginning, he fired me because I forgot to pay for 10 cents worth of cream cheese that I got on my bagel. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Because I hated the girl behind the deli who made it. And I, mean, I didn't hate her. I just hated the way that she made my food. So the way that I put it into the system was just so that way, like when she got it, I would just put the cream cheese on myself because right. she would like you pound it on. Because it wasn't on the ticket, I didn't pay for it. And he literally brought me in the office, and he I remember him saying, I finally got you. And I remember, I remember thinking, bitch, no, you didn't. I got you. I'm out of here. See, that sounds like like a police officer finally getting like a serial killer. Yes. Like, Calm down. Yes. You caught me for 10 yes. cents worth of cream cheese. Yeah, like, oh, still me. And literally, but what was so stupid was that it was a beautiful day out. He fired me with their lunch rush starting at noon. So what did I do? I went out and I enjoyed the rest of my day and I never looked back. Because again, I had already not only had a job, but I had been working at that other job for two weeks. So there wasn't even a a law where, oh no, I'm not gonna make money for, I was already making my money at my other job. And I remember him saying, I got you. And he was so concerned because after two years of him just hating me, because I believe haters are people that are jealous and envious that you get to be what they can't or not, are not allowing themselves to be. For all I know, Scary was a closet homosexual who was mad that he had this fabulous gay man behind his deli working it with the customers. And that is the tea. The tea. Clink. Mm, that water tastes so good. Um, it's, <laughs> it's so, so that's why he was so mad at me. You know, like, I don't know the reason. I mean, was I a little shit sometimes? Of course, who isn't? But so the fact that he was, he had created this villain in his mind that was me. And when he fired me, I went around this to sort of say, to say goodbye to everyone. He followed me because he said, you're going to do something. I know you're going to do something. I'm like, dude, one, I loved this job. The customers loved me. I loved them. I loved everything about this job. I'm leaving, one, because I'm bored of this job. And Two, because you're a fucking nightmare to work for. And you think I'm going to do... Why would I... Like, who... Why? Like, I'm trying to even, like, grasp it now. And it's been five years. Yeah. And I still am so baffled that he would create this, like, horrible person that I am. I feel like he was, like... He always wanted to be in with all of like the in crowd and like not. You're a to grown say, man. Stop. Not to say we were like the in crowd, but like <laughs> us deli workers. Like, low key, no, but like we had fun at yeah. our jobs, and he did not have fun. And that's what I'm saying: is a hater is a miserable person who hates their life. But like they don't have to be a miserable. No, person. they're choosing no, to. No, but like not all haters are miserable people. I think that some people are just like they just have that hate, and that's how they express it. Is like at you, <laughs> like oh you're like happy with your life. Like mm -hmm, all right, mm -hmm, I this mm -hmm. is where my hate's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that was loud. That's <laughs> fine. It's fine. She didn't slap me. She slapped her thigh. So for those who are wondering, Maybe um, I slapped him. Oh, Dana, you got me back for the chicken breast. Oh. <laughs> but so. I just, it was funny because also another thing that I thought of was there's moments where I think, how about we just take all the haters in the world, gather them up, throw them on an island so they can just yell at each other things like, oh, four eyes, oh, oh, you peg leg and stuff like that. <laughs> Dana's looking at me like, are, are all haters like from like a 90s 
movie or like <laughs> and pirates <laughs> okay like, i don't know like, those are things that people call each other gay um and so that's the only one right there <laughs> and so and pirates i'm dead and so then i thought about imagine the world without haters how terrible that would be I could you imagine like, everyone being so i would be like you know what i'm just gonna i'll opt in to be the hater because i can't stand it now i'm turning into a hater by the end of this hour we're, we're both gonna be like fuck the world <laughs> um so imagine everyone being so nice nothing would get done right the world progresses because of the fact that people have to outshine other people so they do a better job but I mean, competition and, and being a hater are two totally different things. And like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. you being a hater, like, yeah, I think that the world would, we'd end up, the nice people would end up, and I'm not calling myself nice, <laughs> like, the nice people would end up being the haters. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's the truth. So like, I think that the haters are there and they almost, I let my haters be my motivators, you know? like <laughs> No, I'm, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, but also, like, there are so many famous people that have so many haters that it's fun to see them react to them. Like, yes, yes, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so. like, like those segments where it's you know, so and so reacts to the mean tweets. Or something. Oh yeah, those are hilarious. Yeah. But it's but the thing is, those are not. See, I don't even if if I were famous, I wouldn't even cons- consider those haters because you know that those people behind the computers they really don't hate those people. They're just making comments, whether. Whether it's for you know the joke or not, but someone who's a hater is someone who constantly is trying to devaluate your life choices and you are as a person. Right. Which is a good segue because this week, and it's again, I put this episode out into the universe, and so Dana and I both have experienced a week of just hate. Oh, Whether it was so me. Do, doing way way too many YouTube deep dives into bad cops doing their job terribly and you know racially profiling people and me getting like my blood boiling watching these innocent people get harassed to actually being told that what I want to do with my life is never going to happen because I don't know how to execute it the way that is professionally done. Yeah, haters. And again, it's just these people don't bother me because I know that they're unhappy right. and that I'm 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 a motivated young person who has the right networking skills to get shit done. Right. And so what's so funny was that I cannot for not even for legal reasons, just for life reasons, I will not give locations to the story. I will not give a timestamp to this story. I will not even reference male or female to the story because I feel like that person or people affiliated with that person are going to listen to these podcasts. So let's just say in recent events, I have completely rebranded myself, a new website. I rebranded my YouTube channel. I'm starting this podcast. I was on Dr. Oz a couple episodes. I'm doing a lot of things to up my motherfucking game. And I feel so good about it. I'm I'm proud of it. You know, I mean, Dana can attest to how far the growth I've, I've done so far. And, all I ever want to do with any success that comes my way is to share it with the people that matter to me the most. Because nothing is as lonely as having success and not being able to share it. Because I'm not a selfish person. Whenever I make it big one day and I, you know, I have dollars on dollars on dollars, I'm not going to keep it. Like, what what am I going to do with all that money? Why not buy my mom a new car? Why not buy Dana a mansion? Damn straight. Or, uh... Better weave. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But so when I've been going through all these good things lately, I've been so excited to tell people that I see every day about them. Most of the time, they root me on. But lately, I've been in conversation with this one person who is clearly very upset with the way that their life path took as it went from super successful with highly credited movies and tv shows and awards and is now no longer in that place not because this person did anything wrong but they on their own selves took a different path and now they don't understand the way the world works anymore because they come from a different generation i.e not understanding my youtube series or even understanding youtube because whenever i showed this person my tv show or i guess web series they won wouldn't believe it was on IMDb when I said 
but it is. That's my favorite fun fact about myself now. So. <laughs> is, is, that, is, that, is that you're an IMDb? Like, if I were in college and they'd be like, what's one fun fact about yourself? I'd be like, I am on IMDb, so, like, you guys can look me up, but also you're going to think differently of me. So Because you're going to see me talking like this and talking like things like, are you going to make me some some snake legs? <laughs> That's a reference Snakes to Dylan and legs. I know, whatever. <laughs> okay. So... And the story is like really hard to tell because I can't give any sort of facts because it's just going to give it away. But let's just say I shared my show and especially the new official trailer that I made recently. And the reaction was, what, what am I watching? I don't understand this. And I said, it's my show. And they said, no, that's just you on YouTube wearing makeup and a wig. And I literally said, okay. And I walked away because again, I, there's that conversation is not going to go anywhere positive or anywhere worth being around for. Then when they saw my website where it literally shows that I can, that I'm an actor, I do some modeling sometimes that I'm signed to a mother effing agency that I was on Dr. Oz. So I put that I have a you know, media personality that I'm a writer because I've been writing things. Um, I'm a podcast host now. I'm a producer. This person said, you can't, you, you're not all those things. <laughs> and I said, what? They said, you're not, you can't, Sam, Sam, you can't be all those things. You have to just be one thing. That and is, <laughs> what? And not only that, but I said, but bitch, I am. Literally, actor, writer, model, magician. I, I, <laughs> that's a Miranda Sings reference. Okay. And you're like, wait, you are? <laughs> Close-up magic? Can you show me some? And so, and so, it was so baffling to me because this person was trying to devalue me and validate me because they couldn't stand that I ain't no motherfucking one trick pony, bitch. That I can literally pull everything together when I want it because I had that work ethic. Right. Thanks, dad and stepdad and mom and stepmom and grandma. Rest in peace. It's just so that's a hater in a nutshell. Someone who's so miserable. That when you're doing something so good, they have to fly and be like, um. They have to bring you down to their level. Yeah, and because I didn't, they were so flustered when I walked away from them both times and also made comments about my body. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So on my website, sampelisero.com, S-A-M-P-E-L-I-S-S-E-R-O.com, I have my modeling photos and one of them is me shirtless on the beach posing all sexy sexy like body yaddy yaddy and i'm super proud of that because that was a point in my life where i was at my peak at the time of my of my fitness and they commented saying something along the lines of i would be careful putting images like that online if i don't look the way that i think i look in my head what <laughs> and i said that is some cold iceberg tea that I didn't ask for. <laughs> and I left. I didn't obviously say that. Oh my God, you should have. That would have been better. But I had nothing good to say to that. So I literally just zipped my mouth. I went in the bathroom. I cried a little bit. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, okay, but you was kind. You was smart. You was important. You, you don't like, like you're not the same peak physical condition, but like neither, neither are most people. Like you post those things on, on whatever. But not only that, but, uh, but bitch, but like, mind your business. Why is, that, why is that important? Why is that relevant? Why? Because they are probably so upset with the way that they look that they can't stand the fact that I can post things like that confidently. Because what am I? A bad bitch. No, oh, okay. I'm confident. <laughs> and that too. But so. But like also you're not like so far from where you were. Like that's what I'm wondering I, why he would say something like that. Because like, like what? It's not I, like I you're don't... morbidly obese now. Like. Or, I mean, literally, I'm no, I'm literally no different. I weigh the same. I basically look the same. I lost a little bit of muscle just because I was You don't have, like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't think you Girl, have Girl, I still got pack. six packs. Oh, you so. do? Okay. I, I got a six pack of beer, but that's it. <laughs> but so it's just so frustrating because this is, like, the things that I deal with is that, um... But why is that relevant? It's not. There's no relevance to it. It's the only thing that is sort of relevant is... Oh, Sam's on a high right now because he's doing all these great things. Let me try to make him second guess every move he makes from here on out because I have this experience. I've worked with this celebrity. I was the director or the producer on this movie in this film. Let me make him feel less than because he's not choosing that path. I don't want to be part of Hollywood. Right. There is so much 
pedophilia and drugs. I'm not, girl, I'm not even kidding. Why would I want to be part of something so dark like that when I can create my own Hollywood in my living room with his podcasts? Hello. And there's no pedophiling going on. Are you sure? Pedophiling. Pedophiling? I don't know. There's apparently incest, so. Oh. <laughs> now that's on the table. One of the things that I think about when I come across a hater now is this quote by the one and the only Jennifer Lewis. And it goes along the lines of that corny phrase of why be mad when you can be glad. And it goes like this. This ain't no damn rehearsal. And the context of that is life. This ain't no damn rehearsal. This, this lifetime isn't a rehearsal for the, like the next one, like the, the real deal. So why you gotta be so fucking hateful? Just be happy. Just be fucking... I know, I know right now the world is crazy and there's a lot of things to be upset about. But do not get upset over the fact that some young 20-year-old kid is doing good things. Don't get mad at the fact that Dana knows how to make a bomb-ass sub. And don't get mad at the fact that I had a boyfriend that went over to Spain and I was out proud and happy about it. And also tell me that my purple sweatshirt was a girl sweatshirt because it was purple. That is some third grade shit, and I never want to hear that come out of your mouth again. Because that goes along the lines of everyone else on Hater Island talking about peg legs. And four, four eyes. Four, four eyes. And arg me treasure. <laughs> so you want to play a game, Dana? Sure. Because I have a fun game for us, right? And this game is called Things a Hater Said to Me That I Cannot Believe They Said to Me, But They Done Said to Me. Okay. True or false so we'll each say one back to each other and we have to guess if it's true or false all right my first one stop eating so clean that's what's hurting your bank account and the context was i was complaining about how for some reason i was always out of money and the person said it's because you eat so well True or false? That's definitely true. It's definitely 100% true. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. And that person told me, start eating pasta. And I said, that's not going to do what? What? I mean, like, you shouldn't cut carbs, but also, like, <laughs> like pasta, that's not a balanced meal. I, do, I don't even know. Okay, your turn. Um, At least boys want me. <laughs> That's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> Context. Um, this actually was um, after the aftermath of I cut off all my hair okay. my junior year of high school. Like all of my hair. Like it was your I life. No, no, I remember. I remember. And I, um, I remember thinking, she gay now? Everybody did. I was like, it was one of those things where I was like, um, someone was like, do it, you won't. And I did it. And then, <laughs> Bitch, I will. Yeah, like exactly. And then it started growing back and it was like, Justin Bieber length and this girl was like uh in the back of my math class and mm-hmm. she was like um yeah like she looks like such a dyke and all of this Mind oh my you, god a haircut does not make you gay no like, uh, obviously I just made a joke but it's because it's a joke yeah but, like this was completely serious, oh and like God. I went home and I wrote, I wrote because like this was <laughs> go, social go, media. Let's go, let's do it. Let's do it. Social media was the only way that I uh-huh, knew how to like uh-huh, uh-huh. express myself. So what I was like, um, um, insulting my hair? Question mark. Uh, I donated it to people who can't grow their own. What have you done to influence society? And no, spreading STDs doesn't count. <gasps> I wrote this as my status, and people were friending <laughs> me to like my status. That's. And she, like, came at me on this status and was, like, cute, talk about me, at least boys want me. And I was, like... Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was, like, oh, because that's relevant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, basically, Because I'm gay, so I don't want boys to want me. Could you imagine? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's what you should have said back. (laughs) I mean, it would be false advertising, so... But, like, after that, like... I did kind of cyber bully her a little bit, I guess, on Dana! that. Dana! But no, hater. like, I was a little bit of a hater. But that was way back in high school. And also, like, you insulted my hair to call me gay when I wasn't yeah. because of a haircut? And it's just, that's just stupid. Also, like, boys did want me. I just didn't want those boys. So. <laughs> Next. No offense if you're watching this or listening. Sorry. All right. Here we go. Ready? You're a waste of a good man. I want to say that's false, but I feel like somebody definitely said that it's to true. you. It's true. It's true. Ryan Ross's grandmother. I thought you were going to say Ryan Ross, and I was like, no. no. Where, where, where is the vast land? Go home and back. No. So 
when his grandma found out I was gay, she literally said, <laughs> No! Yes, yes. I wasn't there for it, but his whole family cracks up because I grew up with Ryan. Right. So his grandmother is basically kind of like my grandma. Right. And I think the context was she asked if I had a girlfriend or something along the lines. And I remember Ryan's dad said, no, Sam's gay. And she said, what a waste of a good man. <laughs> Oh my lord. Um, T. For real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you should probably take care of that muffin top. <gasps> that motherfucker better be false. Nope. It was oh! true. It was true. It was from a boss. One of what? my bosses. Yes. I'm shook. And I have always been pretty thin and literally it wasn't a muffin top. It was because I kept wearing sweatshirts to work. Mind you, this boss also asked around, asked the staff if I was pregnant because I was wearing baggier clothes. Like, uh, what? I'm shook. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> one time someone sent a petition around the school on whether or not I should kill myself. Please tell me that's false. It's false. It's false. Okay. I, I, oh my god. Yeah. Could you imagine? No. I, I was watching some show last night, and they're okay. Like, I was gonna say that should like that sounds like a, a... It's extra Degrassi. For real. Like, um. Wait, was it Degrassi? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I was not watching Degrassi as a 28 year old. What are you talking about? Okay. Go. Um, your teeth are mad crooked. That better be fucking false too. No. Oh my god. No, no, no. That one's false. That one's false. Oh, 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 oh. People, because I was like, like, bitch, you had braces. Yeah, I had braces for literally like eight years. But like, like they're not crooked. I've been called out for like one of my teeth is like more centered than the others, and they're like, man, your teeth are like really big. Do you ever Ew. Like getting them fixed? Like, Ew. Um, Ew. I did get them fixed. Bye. Ew. And then my final one mm-hmm. in response to. My web series, I would never show anyone that. That's definitely true. Oh, yeah, it it's was true. It's definitely, like, just the and story it, you were just talking about. No. <gasps> this was a couple years ago. Before what? I did the final season, it was the head of marketing over at, not not True TV, Pop TV, the one that um, Schitt's Creek is on, that station, he used to come into the coffee shop all the time and get coffee. And when he asked what I did outside of work, I told him. And he hooked me up with his friend who ran, or who, maybe he still does, runs the Madison Square Garden production crew. And his friend said that was the most amazing thing he'd ever seen. That a young kid would put that much dedication into something that he loves. Right. Whether it's a high quality or not, he saw the work ethic. And, and the potential. The potential. Yeah. His friend, who was the one that I was closer with, in response, when he went home and watched myself, said, I would never show anyone that. Um, and again, I knew immediately that came from a place of he was he's mad that he's the head of marketing and not the fucking star of the show that he probably works on. Right. Because also, when I was full-time pursuing acting, he told me, just remember, Sam, at 35, give it up. Bitch! Um, I'm gonna be dead by that anyway, so. (laughs) Um, Okay, and you have one more? Yeah. So, just texting you to say, I hope you improve in the future. Um, That's so fucking true. Yeah, this happened, this literally happened this week. Oh. And this girl that she said she put in her two weeks. So, I work at an indoor trampoline park. And so, like, I get. All of it. I get shitty team members. I get awesome team members. Mm-hmm. I get shitty moms, party moms. Mm-hmm. I get awesome mm-hmm. party moms. Try and be an awesome party mom. If I'm picturing be, yeah. like what a party mom is. Like I'm picturing Amy Poehler. Like I'm not a regular mom. I'm a party mom. Sometimes. And she's like woo, and she like shakes her tits around. On okay, the but like if they're nope, not like that. <laughs> but like um, and it just little tassels on the on the nope, nipples. Nope, woo, party mom. Nope. Um, <laughs> so they're just like I. I have a difficult job like dealing with both teenagers and adults and yes um so this girl uh put in her two weeks uh never saw it i never saw it i didn't know it it and she was scheduled after Mm -hmm. her two weeks so last Mm -hmm. thursday we were crazy busy Mm -hmm. it was our first day of summer Mm -hmm. hours Mm -hmm. and i called her and said are you coming in and she goes no um and i was like what and she goes i put in my two weeks over two weeks ago so (laughs) and i was like uh okay i have 80 people in the facility and i hung up on her 
So, because I needed the help and I didn't yeah, have yeah, the yeah, help. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she messages me over a week after and she was like, uh, I'm just texting to let you know that you were really disrespectful and rude. And I, and Ew. then all of this, she was saying some nasty things. And then she was like, and I hope that, you, and I was, I've been nothing but great. And, you know, I was a great employee and <laughs> never broke one rule, never was written up one time. Oh my and I God. hope that, like, I'm texting to say, I hope that you improve in the future. Ew. And I was so professional back when really I just wanted to be like, you bitch, we were going to fire you. Like, you were the first to be fired. You were under, you were, no, you were literally above the person that we just fired for stealing. <laughs> what? Like, we literally were going to fire this girl because she was so horrible and no one wanted to work with her. Her and attitude stealing? was so shit. What, wait, what the fuck do you steal? Just, did you steal a whole trampoline or something? I, yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, no, but like, I was like, yeah. ooh. Um, but this girl then continues on. I was like, listen, I hung up on you because I had 80 people in the facility. I can log on to our scheduling app and see when you saw the schedule. Yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. that you saw the schedule. Ooh, I weird. know you knew that you were scheduled after your two so weeks. So why do you say something, you And know? she was like, well, I handed my two weeks in to this person. I was like, this person doesn't deal with scheduling. Like, you should never have handed it in to this person. Oh, my God. And I was like, this person should have never ex- accepted it, but, like, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was like, uh, okay, well, it's not her fault that she did this. Like, you're you're a 25-year-old uh, working at a trampoline park. It's not that serious. Like, <sighs> it's sad to see grown women working at trampoline parks who can't even handle paperwork. And I was like... First of all, bitch, I can handle paperwork better than anyone you've ever seen. Second of all, I'm a grown woman as a manager. Like, I make more money than, like, I would at a regular job right also, now. Also, grown woman, like, no offense, but we are in our 20s. But, like, also, at that, not everybody goes into their fields right out. I wrote this whole status. I guess, like, maybe social media is just, like, my outlet. I think Dana needs to take a break from social media. I just, like, <laughs> I wanted to put it out there for other people to know. Because, like, not everybody goes into their fields no, right out of college. It's the truth. Not everybody wants to go in their fields. And no. not everybody can, everybody can find a job right out of right exactly that's what i'm saying so, like why is that any of your business because this is a constant thing that i get well, all well, the do you want to know why it's because they are not happy with their lives and that is a self-projection of what is going on underneath that motherfucking devil skin they got but there's a difference between adult haters and like the teenage mean girl hater yeah, yeah and yeah, this yeah, girl yeah, yeah. was a teenage mean girl hater ooh, like ooh. she just was like she just then she came and started attacking me personally and i was like listen i asked you to stop contacting me you are now harassing me and well, she just was block like, her she was like listen i'm not gonna block somebody if like so she knows people that work there i don't want like the shit talking to continue i don't want it to continue and her being like well i'm gonna go Mm -hmm, and tell mm -hmm. corporate which like good luck but like that's a comment that i get all the time like moms will come in and they'll be pissed off about something that i cannot no i know and they'll be like um yeah so like at least i'm not like a 20 something girl who's a manager at like a trampoline park like okay cool i'll be like first of all irrelevant second of all your clothes suck and third of all get the fuck out of my trampoline right first well now it's like (laughs) i get and none of the other managers deal with as many haters as i do and i don't know i like i love not as many people deal with as many haters as i do i mean like i'm starting to think it's just my face because i'll go out there and i'll have Mm -hmm. like the biggest smile on my face and i'll be like my customer's service voice mm-hmm. it'll be like hi how can i help you and they'll be like the um i am really disappointed <laughs> that your trampolines are not purple so tell me what i can do about it and um, i'll like here's some spray paint home depots down the road have at it like buy your own trampoline um, <laughs> spray paint it yourself and i'm so sorry that like this happened to you like this must be devastating and also no offense but i love how we are talking about trampolines and people can go into a trampoline park and be upset over trampolines. trampolines. Like their life must be so good that the only thing wrong with their day is that a stretchy ass piece of plastic is bothering them. We had we had this woman the other day who like came in and she was she <laughs> has now complained about me to like the higher ups. What like, is wrong with people? She was like this girl like wouldn't help me. Mind you, this woman bought so like this this particular <laughs> trampoline park is franchised. This uh-huh. woman bought tickets to a different franchise, um, and, and I was like, was you mad. don't go and try yeah, and use yeah. our 
tickets at like a Chuck E. Cheese. And she was like, well, what are you going to do for me? I was like, um, <laughs> nothing. Give you directions to the other one? So she writes this whole long email to like the higher ups. And she was basically like, um, yeah, this bitch, like <gasps> she, this bitch, like she, she did not. She think, like she wrote such horrible, mean things about me, like things that she was assuming. She was like, she definitely goes home. Like she like, she and, like sleeps around and like. And that lesbian all, haircut. First of all, because I wouldn't give you like free tickets. Get the fuck I'm, out of here. I'm loving. I'm sorry. I'm loving this. It's like, and then we get teenagers who the teenagers, some of them are awesome. Mm-hmm, like I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, a vast majority of them like have their heads straight up their asses. Oh my God. And yeah. so like, like they'll complain about stuff. Like I've had so many fucking haters from team members <laughs> that like, like it's, it's, <laughs> The other managers will go out and they'll talk to the team and the team is like, I love them so much. And then it's like, I'll, I'll be like, here guys, have some free ice cream. And it's like, this bitch, <laughs> she doesn't even know I'm lactose intolerant. Like, what? Like, literally, they're, I, is it just my face? Like, I know I have RBF, but like, what? What? Okay, so Dana and I just took a little bit of a break and now we're back. And I also want to point out to those watching on YouTube, I am wearing a very appropriate shirt for today's podcast. It is the one and only Bianca Del Rio. And it says, not today, Satan. No, no, not today. And it was funny. It was Dana said, oh, my God, I have a shirt that says that same thing. If I had known, I would have wore it. So we should have done the clueless thing where we call each other on webcam. And what are you going to wear? No, what are you going to wear? Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what we should have done. I have probably the funniest hater story of all time. Because this person wasn't a hater in the way of they were making me upset or we had confrontations or they even were a blimp on my radar. (laughs) You're going to fucking die. So this person was a customer at my last job at the coffee shop. An older woman with, I'm going to set the mood. It was a rich white suburban town in Monmouth County, New Jersey. This older woman had too much Botox in her cheeks. She looked like a motherfucking chipmunk. She would come in every day and be rude to me. Because why? Simply because I'm fucking gay. You're literally describing like a shit ton of Monmouth County ladies, so. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I can't say any names for legal reasons. Don't want DK to find me. So, oh, girl, I threw some shade out there. So she would f- make comments to me. Things like, I don't get it. And I would say, get what? What Are you a man? A woman? A man woman? And I would never have a good response. I would just walk away. She would always say, you should really meet my niece. Like, you, you, you shouldn't really meet my She's niece. She's trying to, like, Christian Bible camp you? Like... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. What? And the final, final straw was I was in their relationship for a very long time, as you guys know. And about halfway through that relationship was when I started working at this coffee shop. And at one point in time, he and I went on a vacation together and we were obviously posting pictures of ourselves on vacation. And we got home and then he went on a little mini vacation with his family. So at the same time, he and I were tagged in a lot of photos on Facebook together on vacations, right? She came in shortly after both of those vacations. And the first thing she said to me was, I just can't believe you. And I was very confused. And she said again, I just can't believe that you are so public about that. And I said, about what? What? Oh, no, no, Dana, buckle up because you think this is going to go one way. It's going to go another way. I said that I'm gay. She goes, no, that you're dating a married man. I immediately look a little bit of a twist in this story. I was so fucking confused. I asked her to elaborate. She said, I cannot believe that you are not only gay, not only dating a married man, but you are posting photos going on vacation with him. I said, first of all, my boyfriend is younger than I am, not married and is openly gay. There's nothing by secret on the DL about my boyfriend. He's gay, just like how I'm really gay. Would you want to know how gay we are? Girl, I got some videos that I'll play for you. That will shut you up. So Dana wants to vomit. And she said, he posted a photo with his baby. 
And then you then you post a photo holding his baby. Okay, this lady was friends with you on Facebook. Oh yeah. yeah. Side note, uh, she was she was my Facebook friend because um I got to the point where I enjoyed how ridiculous the hate that she would try to spew at me was because I obviously I literally gave it no audience except for to my friends and everyone else. But. She would comment things like, wow, on my Facebook pictures and stuff like that. On me being sassy and whatever. So she thought, she created this whole scenario in her head that my boyfriend holding his nephew and me holding his nephew at separate times was my boyfriend was a married man with a child and that he and I were in a secret, loving, gay relationship and that we decided to go public with it. But it's so funny because I remember thinking for a moment, how the fuck did she get there in her mind? And then I realized that's the time that she comes from. She comes from a time where so many married men would have affairs. Because in the Renaissance era, you couldn't have a gay boyfriend. You couldn't have a gay anything. Because I've watched Game of Thrones. Maybe a lot of incest up on that show, but there was a lot of gay people. So from her generation, there was not that. And she had created in her mind that I was in some weird ass, secret, gay relationship with a baby that wasn't mine. And the wife wasn't there. And can I discredit that this woman had three husbands and they all died? Um, maybe someone should look into her. Look into yourself. Yeah. No, like, like her, because she definitely murdered Oh, me. oh, yeah, 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 because they're all probably gay. Oh, and one time she came over and told me that she wanted to paint me. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I was like, no, you want to murder me. Yeah, she said that she want, like, she wanted me painted on her, on her wall. Like, probably n- nude. It was weird. It was a weird, me and that woman had a very interesting relationship. It went from, you fucking faggot, you're in a bird in hell, to... I want your penis on my wall. Oh my god! Are you cut or uncut? And I'd be like, I'm Jewish. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) And so that is my story of the day because that is the epitome of someone who I honestly I don't believe that she believed the things that she said. I believe she was saying them because she was super Christian religious, and I think she was being told to say those things her whole life, so she felt it was appropriate because. She would still banter with me. Oh, and, and, oh my God, I did this super, super gay theater show one time where I was literally in my underwear on stage and it was all about me. And so I invited her to come to it and she came and she wasn't expecting it and she walked out. <laughs> oh my God. Isn't that fucking brilliant? That's amazing. She literally stormed out. And, she, and like that, the next day when I saw her at work, she goes, you didn't tell me it was that kind of a show. And I said, DK, it's me. It's always that kind of a show. <laughs> and then even when Trump got, got elected and I, I made a joke how I was really afraid that I would end up in a concent- concentration camp. She said, shut the fuck up, Sam. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So hater 101. Yeah, for real. Maybe but, she teaches a class. <laughs> <laughs> so Dana before said to me during a little break, can we end this with some inspirational things? And I said, absolutely. So Dana... You go first. Okay. Well, first of all, I just wanted to say that um, thank you for having me on your podcast. Dana, of course. Um, But also, I said it before. I think I have more haters than most normal <laughs> people. I don't get and it. Maybe it's my face, but <laughs> I really think that it is. it has a lot to do with the fact that I am unapologetically myself 100% yes. of the time. Yes. Uh, I have had conversations with people very recently, actually, that I am very blunt. I don't care about other people's opinions to a degree. No, now, I got it. I when got that it. girl said all those hurtful things to me this mm-hmm. week, I sobbed because it's not that it took, like, it. it's not that it meant that much, but the fact that somebody went out of their way to say those things to you, like, they still hurt. Mm-hmm, I can mm-hmm. still be myself. Mm-hmm. I can still be like, you know, fuck you haters, but, like, it doesn't take away the fact that somebody took time out of their day yep, yep, yep. to say that to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, you can tell people, like, huh, just don't even pay any attention to them. But, like, in reality, like, yeah, let yourself feel those things. 100%. But don't stoop to that level. No, yeah. When they go low, we stay high. Like, All right, Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. We're and 
I can basically say the same thing. And what I've learned on how to grasp with haters is one, it's funny. The older you get, the easier it gets. Because you mature and you grow up and you realize what really and matters in life. And the more ridiculous your haters become. It's so true. And the other thing that I have learned is good things happen to good people. Bad people, in the end, they never win. They may win battles. They may win fights. But haters and the bad people in this world will never win the war. As long as you stay to your true self, as long as you stay in the light and you do things from the heart, you will always win. Because no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade, but one of my biggest haters of all time, someone who could not stand me all because I was myself, finally, after all these years of hating me, of finding reasons to try to bring me down, and me finally stepping away from this person and it being years of being away and having zero interaction, that person, karma, finally got them good. And their life just crumbled this week. And a part of me felt bad when I first heard about what happened to this person. But then the other part of me said, you know what? This person fucking asked for it because of the way that they treat people, the way that they treated themselves, and the way that they treat the world around them. Right. And one day, it's always going to motherfucking catch up to you. I think that the reason that the two of us, like, we just, like, clicked is we are both so unapologetic about the way that we are. Yeah. yeah and we're yeah. both, like, very blunt. And we say, like, some ridiculous ass <laughs> shit. But, uh -huh. like, I think that, you know, we never stoop to that level. No. And I think what happens a lot of times, especially that I've seen, is that people you know you get a hater mm -hmm, and then you mm -hmm. start hating yourself and yes. you're the biggest hater and you yes. can't hate yourself for like if somebody calls you like somebody calls you fat like mm -hmm, you mm -hmm, can't mm -hmm. hate yourself no, for that no no you have to take that and mm -hmm. literally just let it motivate you yep, like let yep, your yep, haters yep. be your motivators mm -hmm, you can mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. say whatever you want about yep. that like that's from vine or wherever it's no from. but it's true it's but, true like, you need to you need to let your haters yep. motivate you. If it's something that really bothers you, make yourself better. And if it's not, then fuck them. And tea. That is. <laughs> that is the tea. <laughs> and on that note, Dana, thank you so much for coming on to the Shmi podcast. I love you all. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following, subscribing, the whole nine yards. I am Sam Pelissero. That is Dana Clark. This was the Shmi Podcast. Bye. Bye.